0: Oh wig, it's Hot Local Singles.
1: Hi Republicans and Democrats, witches <laughs> and cool. <ones? laughs> Welcome to Hot Local Singles, your favorite podcast about R&B music and the American elections. With me today as oh, every week is Josh.
0: That's me. Hey, guys.
1: <laughs> that sigh. It's <laughs> <Those laughs> either, like, tiredness, annoyance. Um,
0: no, never annoyance, but... Uh, never
1: annoyance. Just annoyance at the week that we've had and the week ahead of us.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, what else can you say? I will say this, in fact, so I've, I thought of something to say, and it's that Emerson's birthday is tomorrow, same day as the American
1: election. That's not tomorrow. Oh, fuck, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being so stupid. Sorry, listener. there's a bit of a lag between my brain <laughs> and the words that I put Between out. today and yesterday. Yeah. It's like literally between the day that is today and the day that will be tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it is Monday. <laughs>
0: Highly like metaphysical, the way I talk about time on this podcast. Yeah,
1: honestly. Reminds me of Gemma Collins being like, who invented time?
0: There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot like that. And by yep. the way, I'll never get over BBC funding that. That's one of the best uses of public totally. money I've ever heard of.
1: Absolutely. If I was a UK citizen, I would be so happy that my taxes are going to that. Yep. Over the fucking Queen.
0: As a Canadian citizen, I'm happy.
1: Well, you don't pay for BBC.
0: I don't, but um, yeah. <laughs> Canada is related, you know.
1: Yeah, so Commonwealth. Maybe some of her taxes go to her fucking dogs. Her fucking corgis eating foie gras every night.
0: Right, the Corgis. Yeah. The Queen's Corgis. <laughs> the Queen's Corgis. So that's a good start to the show, right?
1: Um, <laughs> Very topical. About the it's a show. Yeah, what, what the fuck? It's a show about
0: <laughs> pop music mostly, but often other stuff too. I believe our um, description on like every site is, a podcast about pop music and the politics intertwined.
1: <laughs> Jesus, when never we ever talked about politics?
0: <laughs> no, the politics intertwined. Which I guess means that, like, we're gay.
1: I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> and the faggot to intertwine. And the faggot to intertwine, yeah.
0: That is really the issue at hand. Every week. in and yeah.
1: out. So, you're hearing this on Monday. Tomorrow, our fellow Americans will be voting. Yeah. That loaded word that has been making the rounds on social media. Um, voting.
0: <laughs> How about subscribing to the Patreon for once? How you know?
1: about that? We always talk about voting, and we never talk about subscribing <laughs> to the HLS Patreon. Yes, I'm talking to you, listener. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy week ahead, but it's been a crazy week behind, too, because the, 20, <laughs> the 2010s suddenly made a resurgence, and the Kardashian name was suddenly everyone's lips again. What was mm. up with that, Joshy? You explain it to great
0: me. Great point. Great point. <laughs> I don't know why the Kardashians were... Insistent on making insane headlines the week before a major Mm -hmm. election, but Mm -hmm. honestly, I feel like they're agents of chaos. Like that was not right.
1: That should not have happened. That should not have (laughs) happened. They're the Joker.
0: What? Sorry, I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) 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 The Joker is the quintessential agent of chaos. But okay, whatever. Yeah. Okay. No, (laughs) you're
0: right. Agent provocateur.
1: But yeah, I was. um, I think in the group chat which we share with our dear friend Andy. One of you guys sent the link and I was like, I can't believe, my first reaction was like, I can't believe the Kardashians. I like, I really thought we were over them, finally. Mm-hmm. I'm not like an Adam and hated over the Kardashians, but I do think that culture has been stagnated around them for far too long. Like, I think it's time for a new figure. So when yeah. we regress back to like caring about whether Kim or not had a, had a, had a party or not, it just annoys me a bit.
0: Right. Yeah. So it was the party, they had a huge party.
1: That was the first headline, yeah, the party
0: they tested everyone, whatever. I mean, Mm. it was like a gross show of wealth on an island, but Mm -hmm. I mean, it is kind of how they live. It's Mm. interesting that it got to be such a big deal.
1: Yeah, what was the point of that? But then
0: again, I think it was engineered to be a big deal, so, you know, I think that's exactly what they wanted.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I think that we underestimate how much of the media that we interact is just designed to be outrageous, so people comment Mm -hmm. about it on social media. Like I feel like a lot of the times when when someone does something problematic, we should bear in mind that they're doing that on purpose because they know that it'll drive engagement.
0: Lately, for sure, yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: So I think that was a lot of that. But it really was the hologram that really sent it over the edge for me.
0: I mean, it was just like... First of all my disclaimer is I literally <laughs> didn't care about these topics and like I'm on the record of yeah. saying this but it was just like the discourse yeah like the amount of words like I just couldn't <laughs> believe it cuz again yes it's like they don't they don't have a show anymore like
1: no it's airing it's the last season but it's still airing but yeah it's the right. last season okay yeah.
0: So it's like, yeah, you should be saving your money. <laughs> yeah, <literally>, yeah. <laughs> like, open a savings account. I actually, I, I don't know why people were so <laughs> upset about either of them, but I guess I yeah. can fill in the gaps.
1: Yeah, the party is like, you You guys should be assuming that every rich person is doing this.
0: Yeah, they they fucking are. They could, they have their own gyms and everything.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: All you have to do is, like, read page six to know that. Or, like, <laughs> airmail. As you do. As I do.
1: But the, the hologram thing, I think, was a bit kooky i feel like no, i don't even think it's kooky the right word i think it was dystopian but not even like interesting dystopian. interestingly dystopian just like yeah who in the right mind thinks that's like a good birthday present kanye yeah
0: fucking insane who isn't in his right mind yeah apparently the hologram was like programmed to say that um kanye is like the best rapper in the world and stuff. yeah they see
1: that yeah <laughs> like or something like he's a genius or something
0: yeah that's what it was
1: yeah that's pretty narcissistic, but narcissistic in Kanye is like a redundancy at this point. We all know what he is. Right. Yeah.
0: You know what's randomly similar? Another headline that I saw mm-hmm. that um, virtual influencers are making more money than ever in the pandemic.
1: Okay. So <laughs> how does that work? Who's banking? What does that mean? Does that? First yeah. <laughs> <blow>? <laughs> well,
0: it was a Bloomberg article, so you can go ahead and find that yourself. Okay. And... Thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> I didn't click it, is what I'm trying to say, and um, that's growth,
1: Joshy. I think that's real growth, not clicking a Bloomberg <laughs> headline for sure. You know
0: what though? No, I often like Bloomberg articles, but no, I haven't been clicking shit this week. It's like too that's much. That's the Yeah, that's how to, that's the way to live. I'm overflowing. So it was more like anything I thought about this week was sort of the backlash towards it that I that sort of sunk in. Right. Because if it if I had it my way, I wouldn't have thought about. The Kardashian Island for even a second.
1: <laughs> yeah, me either. It was all the backlash though, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was more like everyone I know online really deeply cared about it or thought it was funny. Yeah. Or whatever.
1: Exactly. That's the tea. Like it starts with someone deeply caring about it in like political terms, then someone clowning their yeah. they them caring, being like you're cringy, and then from that it just like snowballs into like a right. whole twenty-four hours of Kim Kardashian went to an island.
0: A hole, yeah. Spirals into a hole. There was, like, I would say more backlash this week, too, regarding Ariana, randomly, of the Grande variety. But we're going to get to that a little bit later after we do some singles.
1: You were really upset by the discourse, but we can talk about that later.
0: Yeah. Upset, like, implies something that I'm not sure is true, but yeah, let's get into it later.
1: Yeah, I think annoyed is the right term, but... Let's move. Who knows what the right term is these days? (laughs) Triggered.
0: Nothing like blanket statements. (laughs) Let's talk about the binary, okay? Because let's talk. You want to talk about the binary? Let's talk about the binary. (laughs) Mention it all, Josh. I think we disowned the binary for a minute there, and I think we have to reown it. What do you think? I
1: agree with that. I feel like I've always been a big advocate of the binary just because I know that Our listener loves it, or really enjoys the little game. It feels like a game, and it's in that way fun to listen to.
0: But I remember distinctly, and I wish I could be like, roll the tapes, you know, and then it (laughs) plays when I can't. You being like, yeah, we wanted to stop the binary because too much shitty white music or something.
1: Wow, I would never say white. I would never hate on my my whites.
0: Yeah, I would never say white either. (laughs) It's a joke. I would definitely say
1: white. Sorry, I'm having... Issues with the battery. Essentially, my battery's low. But keep going. I can, I can hear you. Basically,
0: what we're going to do is dance. Essentially, my battery's low. <laughs> I'm talking to myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm listening. I'm listening.
0: <laughs> okay, well,
1: everyone stop listening, but let's keep going. <laughs> um, yeah, we have a binary. We're doing our classic hot versus local. We chose eight songs, I forget, that we want to discuss.
0: The binary's fucking back, people. Yeah.
1: Like, I love it.
0: I'm sorry. Like, it's like, you know what it is? It's like, I can't have nuance in my life anymore. And
1: I, I yeah. honestly
0: believe everyone agrees with that.
1: I think you're right. There's been too much nuance. The noise is just unbearable. No.
0: <laughs> anyone anyone with like news apps knows how fucking crazy the noise has been lately. You know, yeah. the notifications.
1: Nice. Too much information, too many words to be read. Yeah. I think we'd be better off with less. Just less.
0: So let's say less and get started. Yeah, let's do this. This is a speed round. We haven't done a speed round in, like, I'm going to say a year. So let's do it.
1: So first one up is probably the oldest song on our list. Lana Del Rey. Then we love you like a woman. Your time starts now. The listener knows I'm a Lana Stan first and foremost. Then I'm a human. Then I'm a Colombian. And... (laughs) (laughs) But I must say, this has been my least favorite lead single in Lana's career, period. I hate the opening vocals. I hate the verse vocals. They're like astringent, they're rough, they're not smooth and pleasurable like Lana's singing usually is. And she did say the aesthetic for this album. Oh my God, bye. <laughs> bye that's not enough. More time clock. Do you like <laughs> my was... like dub sample? Yeah. Okay. Continue. <laughs> anyway, she said that the aesthetic would be like Midwestern, which really worries me because she just released a song before this, like a feature called Hallucinogens. And it sounds like the worst, cheapest, most basic combination of country <laughs> and folk. And I'm so worried. I like the song, but it's by far my least favorite Lana single in ever.
0: Ever. The twanginess you don't like, huh?
1: Yeah, I don't like that. The voices, no, it's just not, not for me.
0: I didn't really clock that, honestly. To me, it sounds like a lot of song that already exists. but right. now that you mention it, it's more country than ever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, we could talk about the cover, but what has not been said, you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Every single word that could be used to describe anything in the world has already been yeah. used for that cover, yeah.
0: All you have to do is like look at the hair outline, and it's like, okay, she <laughs> photoshopped that herself.
1: <laughs> that actually no, no, happened. I'm pretty sure it probably did happen. It's so know? fun
0: that that can happen yeah. in 2020. I I love that for actually. like
1: a major recording artist with a major label, but
0: yeah. Anyways, let me love you like a non-binary.
1: Maybe next time. <laughs> let me love you like a they. They them. much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Let's do the next one, shall we?
1: Yeah. Coco Rossi featuring every human being on this planner. That includes Anhoni, Brookhandi, some other people. Yeah,
0: Candy did it again. She's front-center on another (laughs) collaboration. It's crazy. It's also Cakes the Killer, by the way.
1: Oh, yeah. Classic queer rapper. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, Oh, shit. That's it. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Okay, I'll pause it. My only thought, and I already told you this, Joshi. The song is like... The XCX print. It's just like click part mm. two. Yeah, you know, a bunch of voices taking like turns on the mic. It's 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 a weird song, and I don't think it's a good song, but I'm mm. glad it exists. I love seeing a collection of weird people together. Like Anthony yeah. and Brooke Candy together. It's like what Big Frida. Yeah.
0: No, I mean there's some curation going on here, other than Brooke Candy. Like I said, I don't <laughs> know how she pulls it off every time, but she's always there. She's always in the conversation. But yeah, it's, you know, it's like a messy, it's a messy verse after verse after verse type of song. Yeah, exactly, and yeah.
1: There's no hooks. There's no real, like, soul to the song or anything like that, like, stands out.
0: No. Okay, let's move on. This one's called No Butterflies, No Nothing by an artist that Juan's going to have to talk about. It's called, mm-hmm. it's called, sorry, she's called <laughs> Erica de Cassier. Erica de Cassier. Is she French,
1: dare I say? Uh, no, she's, dare I say, Danish, somewhere around that. Um, okay like a northern european country yeah exact she makes really tender feminine r&b she had a really good album last year called essentials and this release is like weirdly like joanna newsome i don't know the harps are like really bizarre um so it's it's, it's not necessarily my favorite but i like how her r&b is always like super lush like incredibly produced um and i think she's a really interesting artist
0: I think she's a really <laughs> global warming is a going. really interesting artist yeah no I listened to the song too trust me I listened to it and yeah, yeah it's, right. it's a cool song there's something um Banksy about it I almost said Banksy but I knew that would be confusing yeah okay you know the recording artist Banks Banks why Banks dash why yeah but I would say like better production than Banks really has yeah. ever been
1: known for I like resent the reference but I know where it's coming from
0: Like, vocally, yeah, because I've, in fact, tried to listen to Banks over the weekend to, like, put on a playlist for something, wink, wink. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate listeners know what I'm talking about. (laughs) But, yeah, like, I couldn't because the production was, like, too aggressive or, like, just not, like, friendly enough for the purpose. But whereas this song is great. And like very spotify friendly too you know?
1: right i do recommend her uh, essentials if you're looking for like chill r&b that kind of isn't too astringent or like hard to listen to actually
0: i love astringent that's so good astringent like witch
1: hazel <laughs> <laughs> bye erica we love you next and certainly least bb rexa of meant to be fame Featuring Doja Cat <laughs> with a song called Baby I'm Jealous. And I added this song to our playlist whenever it came out a couple of weeks ago, ready to rip it apart. And the more I listen to it, the more I like it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, BB will do that to you, though.
1: Yeah. It's not a bad song. It's a really funny song about how she's like insecure. Yeah. And, and, I know. And like jealous. she
0: mentions Instagram once or twice. It's like yeah. very contemporary.
1: I think the lyrics are like very literal, but they kind of work. I feel like she just. She really tells a story, a relatable story of like, yeah, we feel jealous when our lover likes someone else's picture. But the song is bad. It's a local song. I forgot we were supposedly rating shit.
0: Holy shit, we didn't rate a
1: (laughs) single song. (laughs) Not one yet.
0: I like went to bat for the rating system just now. Yeah,
1: just like mere minutes ago.
0: I was like, okay, fuck Let's keep
1: going and then we'll review the last five from the segment and quickly say hi to our local at the end of it
0: genius idea mm. okay so my thoughts on baby i'm jealous please it's a retail song right uh, physical retail is dead as we know it so what's it for that's my question for this podcast it's for this podcast it's for radio it's yeah. it's for radio period
1: it, it really is for radio yeah i also will say really quickly missed opportunity because the music video is bb going back in time to the 60s and no reference to Paris in the 40s which i really think was a missed opportunity for her because as we know she loves par- uh, Paris in the 1940s during the Nazi occupation why do you never remember that she like years <laughs> no. ago years ago someone asked her on twitter like bibi if you could back in time where would you go and she just responded oh like paris in the 40s and everyone was like bibi do you not know that that's when paris was like occupied by nazis and she had to like apologize <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, anyways. Okay. No nightmares by 10 tricks point never.
1: Mm-hmm. And even the weekend. Even the weekend, yeah. Yeah, he does vocals for this. anything I think Carolyn Polichek does background, but you can barely hear her.
0: Sorry, yes, she is she's in mm-hmm. this too. Yeah, not enough from my taste, but
1: Absolutely not enough. I know we have um, some
0: Caroline haters listening and probably some weekend haters too.
1: And probably on OPN haters too. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: Equal rights for haters.
1: Yeah, I've never been a huge OPN stand, like, I don't know. But this last project that just came out, I really, really love specific songs. This song, No Nightmares, and Long Road Home, I think, or something like that, is this, like, weird mixture of his, like, experimental tendencies with very, like, straight-up pop energy. Mm -hmm. I found it so emotional and beautiful. Oh, Oh, my God, I was, like, crying with this song. (laughs) <laughs> so beautiful.
0: <laughs> Were you crying to the song?
1: No, I wasn't actually crying, but I was close to it. As close as I've been in a while.
0: When did you last cry?
1: Like years ago. I literally can't remember the last yeah. time. Yeah. It. It's like kind of depressing. Hmm. Yeah.
0: I got emotional at the end of Princess Diaries recently. Yeah. So I hope that's healthy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anne Hathaway would do that to you. <laughs>
0: you know what it is? No, it's that song Miracles Happen. That's what happened. What is that? Well, if you've seen Princess Diaries, that song is all throughout it. Miracles Happen Once in a right. While.
1: I haven't seen it since it came out.
0: Are you kidding me? You haven't seen it in like 20 years?
1: Since it came out Yeah, no, never. I haven't seen it The since. fuck? That is
0: song, it? that movie's a big part of my, I was going to say childhood, but then I was like, no, it's more than that. It's like, it's of my identity to uh, this very day.
1: Right. If you guys were wondering, yes, Josh is gay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know why I like it. Honestly, I guess Eric saw hot and like Mandy Moore's right. in it. It's just all good. Julie Walters,
1: famous hunk. Famous hunk. Let's move on. So now we have to go back through the last five songs we just did and rate them. Lana Local, I must say, with a heavy heart.
0: Lana Local, yes. Coco Rosie. Mm. Oh boy.
1: I want to say local just because I don't like it. I can see how it could be hot under the terms of our binary. But I think it's not good enough no. to be
0: hot. No, and I don't think it's just that. I think it's like what you said, the XCX print. I don't think anything that's imitating a Charlie XCX group feature could be hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And nothing with Brook Candy can be hot either. That's just the way it is.
1: <laughs> You're a Brook Candy hater.
0: I don't, I don't think that's controversial. I think that's just
1: facts. That's just a T.
0: That's the HLS print.
1: Yeah. What
0: about Eric DeCassier?
1: Oh, I want to say hot. You can say that, yeah. I'll say Hot.
0: To me, this song doesn't sound like anything special, really. It sounds mm-hmm. kind of like, like I said, Spotify local. But I'm going to go ahead and believe you that the album was great. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so right. let's go with Hot. And I think I'm like, right. forward the song, thinking.
1: The song is not like iconic or anything like that, but I think she, she has a weird finger on the pulse. Mm-hmm. And I think moving on, we'll see more from her.
0: Okay. Prediction time. And I'll be listening. Yeah. And then, baby, I'm jealous.
1: BB, oh, BB, BB Rexa, the queen of locals. How could you yeah. not be local? Queen, you raise the bar for locals every single day, and we <laughs> love you for it. But Jester. you are as local as they get. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, that's just true. What Very about 10 Tricks and Weekend?
1: Hmm. It's probably local, right? It's probably local. I mean, if we were in like I Ever Need poison Faggots, I think it would be a hot song in the sense that he's, like, a cool, quote-unquote, cool producer and, like, musician, OPN, I mean. Mm. But, again, when something is so cool in the eyes of a general public, it just becomes so <laughs> cool.
0: <laughs> cool, yes. Um, the composer of, like, multiple famous films also, yes.
1: Right. The dater of the dater. The boyfriend of Dasha from Scare podcast yes
0: that's true too yeah that's
1: true That's a tr- statement of fact absolutely
0: you know what that pushed me over the edge it's hot sorry really sorry oh, that would, that would yeah. push
1: me the other way for local
0: no because my train of thought was like yeah good point my train of thought was <laughs> twenty four films are local absolutely you know like Brett's they have local. hot energy but they're local because yeah they're kind of like the only indie brand for fil- films right now so, how could they not be, I think? And, like, if you're constantly associated with them, then you are, yeah. by association, also
1: local. And, like, to be, to be clear, I do love a lot of A24 movies, and we've talked about some in this podcast. Of pod. course,
0: me too. Yeah, and there, some not, of like, the work insane. is, like, amazing, yeah. I'm not, like, into Marvel. <laughs> yeah,
1: but I do think that, the, like, the discourse around it couldn't be more local, right? Mm. And that's kind of how we about Retsker. Retsker nowadays is just, the only people who actually... Take them seriously as like Zoomers who like don't yeah. know shit about politics. I only got into politics from listening to Redsker.
0: You're so right.
1: Yeah, fuck that shit. And
0: that's what happens when you record a podcast twice a week, right? Like you say the same shit all the time.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And
0: all your fans become like mouthpieces for, exactly. <laughs> like, a couple of viral videos you've made. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? A couple of like viral episodes you've made.
1: Uh, how so. many times can you say identity politics suck? Like, how many words can you find for the same sentence? You know? Like, how you know? many
0: ways, yeah, can you slice yeah. it? Exactly. And we like, it's not like we love and respect identity politics, but it's also like not a crusade. For exactly.
1: Us. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: But I would say it's a huge aspect of pop music at the same time that we have to like dig through. Yeah.
1: You know? Pop music nowadays is so inflected by identity politics. But then at the same time, I feel like just being so adversarial constantly and defining your whole politics as being, like, anti-something is so fucking boring, too.
0: Yes. This is the HLS takedown of Red Scare.
1: Yeah. I don't think there's much overlap between the two, so it's fine.
0: When you look at our podcast—this is too meta, I'm sorry—but when you look at our podcast on Apple Podcasts, it's, like, Ben Morris' podcast, Seeking Derangements.
1: That's cool. I like him.
0: Honestly, if you look at all the recommendations, they're all great. And then it's like, um, it's like Seek Treatment, which is my yeah. fault because I listened to Seek Treatment a lot at one point when it wasn't canceled for being racist. And um, other ones too, Wars. honestly, good company.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, Opium, local, I, there's so many things that are worthy about Red Square, but I think nowadays in the, the <laughs> day and age that we live, like I, I, I appreciate the those girls for what they've done. Certainly it's made some good content, but they're local and so mm-hmm. is OPN.
0: What are what are like a word salad today? I love it.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you got that sentence that I just uttered, you need to seek help.
0: Seek yeah, treatment, yeah. as they say. <laughs> I don't think so, honey. What other like <laughs> podcast things can we reference?
1: <laughs> Speaking of local, uh-huh. Ariana Grande released an album this week. Yesterday. Well, not yesterday, sorry, it's Monday. So on <laughs> on Thursday at midnight called Positions. Leaked much earlier. Yeah, leaked much earlier. I forgot about that lots of discourse around this album um mm-hmm. i'll summarize it really quick for the listener who doesn't have twitter essentially i would say mostly mixed to bad reviews of the album mm-hmm. uh, mostly about the fact that it sounds very samey like all the songs are the same a lot of the reviews mm-hmm. focus on the fact that it likes a climax it likes a sparkle too much of the same very mid-tempo i think that's a pretty good summary of what the response has been
0: not fast enough i keep seeing that
1: yeah and listener i don't
0: expect you to like follow the same people i follow so like you're not going to be getting this like whiny gay perspective that i'm surrounded by 24 7 but to be honest overwhelmingly yes it was a negative reaction and the reviews actually reflect that too which
1: is interesting yeah the reviews are negative
0: Yeah, and it's interesting to me mainly because I've never warmed to this version of Ariana Grande, which is to say, like, post Dangerous Woman, that album and that song. This pop rap thing I feel like is, in fact, a crusade for me. It's, like, something that I don't like and I think is corny and, like, sounds bad and is unflattering,
1: (laughs) You're cringing me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, just don't just don't. Just don't. No, you're cringing me. Like I'm,
0: really, I'm, cring- I'm cringed by you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah, I'm
0: cringed by pop rap. Like, you know, you know what I mean. Like Ariana Grande, yeah. I get how that's cringing people, but <laughs> she's been doing this for years. Like, wake up. Like, it, it's not different now. That's my issue. I will
1: agree with that point.
0: That's my issue. Yeah, with the backlash, I just feel like I like missed an episode, you know, like, of life. When did people get tired of pop rap? You know, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like it's been ugly this whole time.
1: It is true that Positions isn't that far off from Thank You Next. I think Sweetener is very different because Sweetener is just in general like a crazy album. But Thank You Next, well, Sweetener is... has
0: singles, pop right. singles. Yeah, but I think so like the you, album Next, tracks are very Thank You Next too. You know, like, it's Mm. like the trap percussion, no matter what, no matter how you slice it. Yeah, that's true. Other than like, I guess, breathe in, you know.
1: But I do think Sweetener is just a completely different perspective. And just Sweetener just has like peaks and valleys, you know. All the songs are very different from each other, which is the opposite of positions. But to what you were saying, I do think that the backlash seems really interesting. And you tweeted about this because it's like the things that happen in positions have things that Ariana Grande has been doing for a while now. Mm-hmm. The like Ebonics or AAVE, which personally I don't have a problem with. Uh, like, I know I'm not speaking from a perspective of experience, but I'm not someone yeah. who really cares that much about whether someone is like using that kind of language.
0: You don't find it hard
1: to listen to? I find it. I get cringed by it. Yeah, it cringes me. Then for you sure. do. Then you care. <laughs> I care, but not enough to like make it like a talking point, you know, not enough to go to Twitter and be like, I don't like the album because of this. Right. Which I did see a lot on Twitter. And I agree with you that I don't think it's a new thing coming from Ariana at all. See,
0: I don't know what the outrage is about really because no one said shit.
1: Like yeah. there was no
0: discourse. It was just like, I can't believe how bad positions is. Like position sucks. It's like, it was the most simple takes I've seen in a really long time. I was like, what do people mean by that? And I think it just means that. She did it one too many times. That could be true. She did that sound one too many times. And I think maybe she killed pop rap.
1: Single-handedly. Good for her. I hope it's
0: over. In that case, she's a fucking crusader, yeah. <laughs> Activist, icon, the new RGB. <laughs> <laughs> the new red, green,
1: blue. You heard it here first. <laughs> Not red, green. Um, really beautiful girl. <laughs> 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 or BG stands for. <laughs> um, okay, Whew, lots of things that were said just now, and I am a bit drunk to process them, so they're still going through my brain. But yes, the death of pop rap. Um, let's talk about the. Let's talk about the music. Let's talk about the album. Okay,
0: fine, fine.
1: Why do we think about the album? Do we like it? Do we not like it? I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> Juan, by yeah. the way, I can only see kwan's mouth right now. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's like
0: teeth only. Okay, I'm is the I, angle I can have. see
1: my whole body, but my phone is dying, so I can't really. like Okay, maybe that's what it actually is. No, it's still just fuck.
0: I need to relax. Oh my God. I'm losing it. I swear to God, this week has been too much.
1: That looks amazing now. It's a bad angle. You can see like my three chains, but that's fine. Um, okay, positions. I do agree. And I think it's a statement of fact to say that it sounds the same. There's really no Mm -hmm. climaxes or anything in this album that make it. There's no standouts. All the songs do sound really similar. All the songs Mm -hmm. do share a mid-tempo. But I think that pointing that out is not enough to criticize an album for it. Because if an artist sets out with the task of, of making an album that is throughout yeah. consistently mid-tempo R&B, you can't point that out and say that's a bad thing. That's just, it, you can right. say that, but it's like personal taste. It's yeah, not, it's like,
0: I don't like R&B, which is the case with many people.
1: Yeah, and let's talk about that, because that's what you were sort of crusading on Twitter uh, this yeah, week. Yeah, I was
0: fucking losing it. I've been tweeting a lot this week.
1: <laughs> but I think that you were right in saying that a lot of what people were saying is that, that essentially they don't like R&B because... R&B is that. It is mid-tempo production that is made for the bedroom. Essentially, it's not going to be your roars. It's not going to be your like bad romance. It's just not that.
0: Your interviews, your (laughs) breakthroughs. Yeah, exactly. People wanted those songs. Mm -hmm. Straight up, that's the issue. People wanted those songs. People wanted like a one last time. You know.
1: Yeah. One of my least favorite Ariana songs, by the way. I just said, "Ooh, just a (laughs) banger." (laughs) No, I never warmed Um, to that song. I don't know why. I never did. Never, ever. But yeah, I think that it's just unfair criticism unless you acknowledge that it's just a personal taste, which is you're free to do that. But no one did. But if you, yeah, if you criticize it under the guise of an R&B album, or if you like look at it in that way, I think it's a pretty good album. Yeah. I don't think it's like something that is going to change the fabric of culture or society because yes, it is just, it's not very experimental. It doesn't try anything new. But some of the songs really are beautiful and have, like, really beautiful moments, really beautiful melodies. Um, we were talking about our favorite songs last night, and some of my favorites. Let me pull up the album.
0: I have a couple. I mean, they're all like very easy listening. Exactly. I get yeah. it. Yeah, it is yeah. like it's a it's a mellow album, mm-hmm. which is to say that it's not very men- memorable.
1: I think that's a fair criticism, though. I, I think, think that it's is fair. True. Yeah, yeah.
0: But I do think that vocals i mean simply incredible yeah i was listening to her older stuff because i really was a stan i would say Mm -hmm. for her first two albums which is to say yours truly and my everything Mm -hmm. funny little word salad those ones are but um anyway (laughs) those two are great and i hear those two in the production like the orchestral Mm -hmm. kind of like swells and stuff it's very like honeymoon avenue you know what i mean
1: i didn't think of that but i think you're right
0: from love language to positions to obvious, I mm. love an amazing threesome, an amazing run. And I mean, I think it's great R and B. I really yeah, do. Good. Especially positions, which was for whatever reason, like dragged as a single. You know? Mm. I think it's great.
1: I think? love I love thirty four plus thirty five, just like magic and POV.
0: Just like magic is good.
1: I like the ones you said, but I want to say different ones.
0: Yeah. I'm surprised you like 34 plus 35, actually.
1: I think it has like a good, I I don't hate pop rap as much as you do. I actually really loved Seven Rings when it came out, which is like an embarrassing admission. That's true, I forgot about that. Yeah.
0: I couldn't stand it.
1: And I like, I think Ariana has a really good, she's really good at that. And Mm -hmm. I think this, this goes into another criticism that she gets a lot about her enunciation. And as someone who grew up Listening to English music as a second as a English, Spanish speaker, I don't need my words to be enunciated perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. I just don't. I don't care about that if this sounds beautiful. And her voice sounds so velvety and buttery every single yeah in every single song on this album. And that to me, Amazing. is far better than a perfect diction. Like she's not a secretary. She's not reading an audiobook. I don't give a fuck. Right. No. Yeah. Like I prefer if she has to sacrifice enunciation for the sake of a beautiful sound let her fucking do it she's a musician that's what she's supposed to do Yeah, that's my take on that
0: no her vocals are incredible Mm -hmm. and an improvement too from her first two albums you really hear a difference if you go back to me the best chorus is Motive the one with Doja Cat
1: okay I can see that it also has the most like outlier production maybe it's less R&B than the rest of the album yeah
0: yeah, it's 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 like a dirty house almost. It's yeah, cool. Yeah, it's no. A exactly, cool song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a good song. I think if there were more songs like that, people would have been a little bit more happy with it. Totally. People are like people meaning gay guys mainly <laughs> are like really entitled, I think, to like huge pop songs,
1: you know? I think you're into something.
0: Like anyone can look at my tweets for the past few days, so you can do that. But yeah, like I've been like what Like, why, like, how did I go so wrong in, like, loving R&B? Like, it seems like no one my age does. So I'm just like, how did this happen to me, where (laughs) I'm the one who's defending an album that's, like, essentially middle of the road, but, like, is a genre that I feel strongly about? Mm -hmm. And everyone is like, where's the fucking drop, you know? Yeah. It's just a funny little place to be in. And I do get defensive about it, because people absolutely are talking about R&B when they talk about Positions, the album.
1: Absolutely, I think because the way they describe it is like they take issue with the album because it's too R and B. Like yeah, the what we were saying about the mid tempo thing. I think it's yeah. not even just gay guys. I've like the Guardian review specifically like, says right. that the album doesn't have enough climaxes or whatever. Everyone's working with, like, sexual puns because the album is about sex. So <laughs> every review you read, it's like, doesn't have enough climaxes. There's no cum shuts or whatever. Like okay, Yeah, position
0: kidding? starts but never finishes. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly, no, literally, kind of <laughs> like that, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Everyone just wants to fucking lose it to, like, a stupid pop song. And the issue is, I think, the songs are stupid, but they're not pop. Yeah. They're very stupid, don't get me wrong, but they're not pop.
1: Yeah, we're not we're not saying that this is like an experimental album that is going to change the course of pop music for years to come. No, yeah. I think the R and B thing though, and I say this maybe just from my perspective, so I'm not speaking for my peers, but maybe some it will have resonated with some. There is a saturation with R and B. Hmm. I think that for the 2010s, there was a lot of like alternative R and B hmm. that personally is just has left me exhausted because there was such a you know how culture works. It's a two years of people liking you, and then for the next two years they're gonna hate you. And I think that's what's happening yeah. with R and B of it. We we had a good decade of like pushing R and B artists, and I feel like now the tides are turning to people kind of getting being over it. Because I think you're right. I feel like there's a fundamental misunderstanding about how R and B usually works. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyone who likes R and B knows for a fact there are like waves of it in the cultural... Exactly. Like marketplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like, it does come in waves. And mm-hmm. we were eating for a while there. <laughs> but I guess we're not anymore. I mean, in a way it's surprising Ariana didn't clock that faster. I know. Because I didn't clock it faster. Like, I'm absolutely shocked that, like, like to me, last week, pop rap was the dominating genre. And this week I'm like, no one fucking likes it anymore. It seems like you know? it. Like, hopefully, hopefully, If God's on my side, I'll never have to say pop trap again.
1: Yeah, that would be a great Christmas present for you. Literally. Yeah.
0: Like, there's something so humiliating about a gay guy saying trap pop, you know?
1: I think it's a bit homophobic for society to force you to say those words.
0: Me too. Thank you for saying that.
1: Not to get all identity politics in here, but there's something fundamentally homophobic about
0: that. It's so funny, yeah. Like, calling, like, the latest Megan Trainor song, Trap Pop, just absolute comedy, to speak. <laughs> you know? Like, just too stupid.
1: Borad could never... Um Literally.
0: He could never write those yeah. words. He could never... He could never script that.
1: I want to pivot our discussion of Ari before we finish into... You know how I love to talk about, like, what do you call that? Like artist development or whatever like labels have like when you like a and r a and r yeah because i do think it's i don't know if it's a bad move but definitely a risky move for ariana to release what isn't it's not a concept album but it is a very risky album in the sense that yeah there's no singles there's really no singles here
0: but don't you think positions was great it's a a great song
1: yeah yeah i think it's the best single for sure but i don't know what she's going to choose next maybe 34 plus 35 but essentially it's that's what she
0: chose yeah i don't
1: think it's a it's like a pop album that could capture the like collective imagination in the world that thank you next in the way that thank you next would did i think thank you next is what like cemented her as a main girl and i really find this to be a really confusing next step in her career because firstly, yeah. it's too close to thank you next. I don't think we've had enough of a break from Ariana Grande for her to come out with a whole new album. So Clearly soon after. not,
0: like based on the backlash. Yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. And I think it's part of that too. I think when, you, when you're when overexposed to someone, and this happened to Taylor Swift, when you're overexposed to someone, no matter how good the work is, you're you're going to get backlash. Yeah. I think it was a bad decision for her to not wait a bit longer, let people breathe a bit. And especially because she was coming with this album, if she had come out quickly with an album that had like intense singles, it would have been a better career move. But I think this is, I mean, it's going to be bad for her. And I think you already see it in the reviews. I think it's not going to be like good for her.
0: I mean, yeah, I guess it's of lower quality than Thank You Next. Like that's what this is all implying, right? That Thank You Next was like much better.
1: No. You know what I mean? I don't think it was better. It was just more like in your face, more easily hooked people. It had like really strong concepts, especially Thank You Next, I think was like a song that... Thank You Next
0: was... I listened to that for a while, yeah,
1: Yeah, and it had a message that I think not many songs out there had. It seemed really novel at the time to have like a breakup song that was so like, oh, thank you. Right. As the title says. Um, And then the (laughs) album just had like the the very different moments. It had ballads, it had trap pop, Hmm. it had pop. This is just very the same. So I, see, I don't really see how this is going to really stay in the discourse for more than a month. And the way Thank You, Next was in the discourse for like months on end. Right. Which is essentially the job of a pop star. You just have to be discursive. I will say, lastly, probably, and you mentioned this over text, and it is Ariana Grande is an album artist. Yeah. She releases albums she doesn't really sing, yeah. like she doesn't think in single terms. She thinks in, she thinks in album terms, and I think that although it's a risky move right now, looking back in, a, in years when we like do a recap of Ariana's career, this is going to be like her witness. Wow. Maybe not her witness, but I think it's going to be an album that is going to be reevaluated positively. Yeah. Because it is a good album. It's really good music in here that people are just ignoring because either they hate R and B or they think it's too soon.
0: Wants a Genius. My co-host?
1: Gavel. Nice
0: pop. Dub Siren.
1: <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that's, that's like my take on Ari. And also, is this coming from someone who is a stan. I think she has like one of the most beautiful voices in pop. So I want her to be happy.
0: I agree with that. Revisit her back catalog, you know? Yeah. My everything's really good. Mm-hmm. Yours truly is okay. It's a little teen poppy, but it does improve fast. It's like kind of fun to hear. Yeah. And I haven't revisited Dangerous Woman yet, but I can't wait to.
1: I was going to ask you, yeah. Dangerous Woman is... I was
0: still a stan at the time.
1: I feel like that's what the gay, that's where the gays really started loving her, with Dangerous Woman. Interesting.
0: Yeah, because that was the big singles.
1: With like Into You. Yeah.
0: And Side to Side, I believe, too.
1: Oh, yeah, you're right. Which like and
0: foreshadowed this whole like fuck fest we have here.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we didn't even <laughs> talk about the sex part of this album, yeah.
0: Yeah, we're so like... <laughs> Numb. We're, like, numb to the sex talk as adult gay men. Do
1: you think that's why, like, people in quarantine who are, like, forced to be celebrated because you can't even fuck, they just don't resonate with people, maybe? Well,
0: that's, I mentioned this last week on Patreon, subscribe, mm-hmm. please, that the position's <laughs> lyrics are dumb as hell and ultimately too much about sex for my taste as a vol <laughs> man, which is what I am. Which is is how I'm living my life, and you know what? God smiles, so I do feel strongly about that every day. You know, (laughs) but to me, it's a good enough pop song. And we're talking about positions Mm. where, like, my brain does shut off, and like that's the sign of a good fucking pop song. Absolutely, especially the chorus. You know, it's like borderline Craig David. Oh, remember how I was like, "It's gonna go number one in the UK." One hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah. It literally did. So just no listener that I did call that. You predicted that. And it's, I'm convinced because first of all, they love her there, but also it has this like Craig David guitar thing. And if you like squint, it sounds like Craig David (laughs) in the chorus. It's crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: So anyway, justice for positions.
1: The album has a lot of strings. It's like weird R&B because it's like, it's pretty traditional in a lot of moments. Like Mariah Carey R&B type shit. The sex part, I feel like, yeah, it might not resonate with people, but... I feel like because it is all about sex, it kind of is a concept album. It's, a con- it's an album about sex. Yeah. But personally, I think I'm, I don't have any takes left in me for this. <laughs> I'm like,
0: let's stop then.
1: Yeah. We'll do the second round of, like the second speed round next. Then, yeah, that's it. Let's just do it.
0: Yeah, we didn't even tell you, listener, but we have a few more songs to do, singles. So yeah, let's start the speed round. This next one. Will be great for you, '90s kids. We have um, <laughs> we have Salem, Salem's comeback, very hype machine vibes. That yeah, song. the okay. song's called Starfall. This is the one we chose from the singles they have released. Who wants to start?
1: Crickets, crickets. You yeah. hate.
0: Well, okay. I know from what we've said to one another that neither of us really have formative experiences with Salem.
1: I don't know.
0: And that's yeah. okay. I think that's fine. I think that's valid. I do say this song sounds amazing. Like, if you give it a second after the initial shock, it sounds beautiful.
1: It is a beautiful song. I will Do you have that.
0: that? Have you had that? Okay, good. Yeah, because it's, it's jarring, but then it, but then it becomes uh, beautiful. You know? Yeah,
1: and it's like I'm okay uh, to end it there. Sensitive enough. Yeah, it's like it's like it's a weird combination, kind of like Opn, like really harsh yeah. sounds that are composed in a way that is really sensitive and really makes you feel like sad or melancholic or whatever it sounds like salem like it doesn't the the sound hasn't changed at all to me i don't know maybe i wasn't a fan so but to me it sounds the same but it's a perfectly good song and i think it's good
0: there's another single that i don't like very much red river i think it's called it's just like boring Mm. it's literally trap pop in a way Mm. you
1: know hot or local
0: oh now we're gonna do it in real time
1: wait what do you want to do yeah should we just do it in like we did last thing
0: Let's do it at the end, yeah.
1: Yeah, for some consistency, sure. Next up is Dua Lipa and what's the name of this French girl? Angel. Angel. Uh, fever. Well, our first impressions was like, this is so tone deaf. Speaking of fever and temperature in yeah, yeah. the age of COVID, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> in the age of like temperature checks upon yeah. going to the store, playing the song. Literally, <laughs> do You know how
1: many times have convinced myself I have a fever from just like? Well, I'm sure you literally have one if
0: you're, if you're sick. Yeah.
1: So that's a risky move from Duo Lipa. The song itself, where we well, were just saying this, it sounds like a combination of future nostalgia and um, new rules. It sounds like new rules. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. To me, I like the song. It's pretty, I think it's perfect for like playing at a retail store.
0: Yeah. I do
1: have to wonder when Duo is just going to let future nostalgia l- go. I think Do you think I, this
0: sounds like future nostalgia, though? Like, it's not, it's not like it's on the album, you know? It does sound, it sounds more like her first era than her
1: second. I think it sounds still like future nostalgia stuff enough, though. I mean, it's not as disco-forward as the rest was. Hmm. It does sound, yeah, no, you're yeah, right. It does have, that, like, tropical flavor or whatever that it's new It's literally rules tropical. I didn't want yeah. to say it. Yeah, <laughs> no one wants it's to say it. Yeah, those drums are, those drums are new rules.
0: They're so new rules. Mm. I think it's funny, like, especially with club club constructions, no, club future nostalgia and this, she's, yep. like, really positioning herself as European. Totally, yeah. Twitter, I'll say it again. <laughs> so she has this Belgian singer named Angèle.
1: Oh, I thought she was French.
0: No, she's Belgian, and I know French that because too. I fucking went to Brussels last yeah, year, remember, did. if you recall. Listeners might recall that. And I fucking ran into an Angel live show. No I've way. I've seen Angel live. No
1: way. You and 10 other tops. Like, she must yeah. have, like, 20 fans. That's it. Period. <laughs> yeah.
0: She was performing live with this hot Belgian guy named Romeo something. Okay. You can, like, look, look them up. They have a song together. Something Romeo, maybe. And, um, honestly, they have a look. I get it. It's a little bit prototype of Billie Eilish vibes, you know? But I like it. Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's an okay song, yeah.
0: But I think no, really the song is... itself. No, I mean Angèle oh, herself. You mean cool. oh, okay. she's like she's like Belgian court de or something. She's right, like right. a very singer songwriter. Anyway, that was me flexing on the listener for going to Belgium last night <laughs> So we can move on.
1: Um, yeah, whatever. Let's move on. Little Mix Happiness is the next song. Yes, it is. And I would love for you to start this discussion because personally, I'm at a loss for words. Speechless.
0: Whenever this song comes on, something does happen to my body in a negative
1: way. In a negative way, yeah.
0: (laughs) 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 But I don't think that's like their fault. Like, I think the chorus is actually very strong. It's basically Yuka Garage. It's Mm -hmm. like, it has a two-step, you know? But the Little Mix intro, it's like nails Oof. on a chalkboard I swear to God like, I
1: swear to God I got COVID from that <laughs>
0: you got COVID yeah that's why you got COVID <laughs> The little run. sound
1: is fucked um <laughs> I thought it was super tacky the song
0: did you listen to the whole song or are you judging it based on the first I did song?
1: I swear to God no I swear to God it's a tacky song I mean why do I like it maybe you're a tacky <laughs> a tacky boy <laughs> I'm wearing a
0: shirt that says roots air on it so I think I am a tacky
1: nationalist I'm into it.
0: I just think if you listen to The Happiness by Little Mix, you have to skip to the 30-second mark to start it. That's my advice. Which is <laughs> <Just> like,
1: <laughs> for like a three-minute song, skip the whole like first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You
0: skip the first verse, and you're good. Okay. Right. Our last song of the day or evening, I don't know when you're listening. It's Jungle Pussy. Mm. Someone we don't talk about nearly enough.
1: Not nearly enough,
0: It's yeah. called Stamina, featuring... Gangsta boo. Someone else we don't talk about
1: nearly enough. Not nearly enough. Both amazing rappers. Some of the best. Some of the best out there, essentially.
0: Literally. I Jungle think, Pussy especially, yeah.
1: Yeah. This song is pretty good. Um, I do think it's probably... I listened to the album, sort of. Like, kind of skimmed it. Kind of not. Like, my favorite thing that she's put out. But this is a pretty good song. And yeah, Jungle Pussy is like a really good rapper. And I think it's a bit sad to see how she has, her career basically flattened. That she doesn't seem to be growing or going anywhere. Mm. She's not getting really any more famous. I think it's not even her fault. It's just like the public.
0: Right. Yeah. The she is the funniest rapper in oh, the world. Oh, for
1: sure, yeah. Oh, that's actually the tea. Like her and Nikki are like all about the punchlines. But
0: like not on the cupcake way. Yeah, exactly. It's it's more Nicky than it is Cupcake. Yeah. Cupcake is also
1: always just, like, sex jokes, I feel like.
0: Like cum farts or whatever. Yeah, you know. exactly. Yeah, it's a
1: bit, like, yeah, it's kind of, like, like yeah, like just, like, a bit cheap humor of just, like, fart like fart jokes, essentially. Um, it's, like, well, stuff
0: that I wouldn't want to be texted, you know?
1: Right, 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 right. <laughs>
0: like, I wouldn't find it funny in a group chat, yeah. which is saying something, because I find everything funny in a group chat. <laughs>
1: But I love Jingle Pussy's second album, Pregnant with Success, And I think that's a if you that album it's a really good show of how yeah, what you said essentially it. Her her rapping skills are always about having really good punchlines. And she's yeah. a really good writer. A really yes. good like yeah. But yeah, the song Honesty is kinda like okay. It's not, I like haven't listened to it since, honestly, if I have to be honest.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Now we have to rate the last four songs. Let's do this binary And then we're going to pick a smash, and then we're going to go to
1: bed. Yeah. We're going to trick or treat. Yeah,
0: we're going to trick or
1: treat. <laughs> Salem, okay. Salem, Salem. Let me think about this.
0: I I'm going to go with Hot mm-hmm. for Starfall because it can't be played in a store, which means it's not local. That's oh, my new reasoning.
1: That's a really good way to think about things. I, I, th- I want to agree with you, but I do feel like this cognitive dissonance of saying Salem is hot and then one of tricks point never being local, it just doesn't add up. But let's just do it because who cares about math?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, only one of them features The weekend. you know what I mean?
1: And that makes you local, yes. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I think I cinched that one.
0: Okay, Dua Lipa and Angel fever,
1: Local. Local is I couldn't think of a more retail song. I do, it's like, yeah, do give her a bit of an edge for making a song called Fever during these times, as we mentioned, but ultimately local. Yeah.
0: a bit deranged. Yeah, yeah I honestly deranged. don't think anyone put their hand up on that one. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> the, the intern probably thought, hey guys, but didn't say anything, he didn't want to get fired. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: It was like too new to say anything and didn't want yeah. to lose a job for sure. Local, little mix, yeah. happiness.
1: I mean. Do I really need to even say the word?
0: An entire girl group of local, Yeah.
1: <laughs> local times four, essentially.
0: Oh, those girls. Yeah. That vocal processing. Nothing more local than being screamed at in a pop song.
1: Yeah. No, that's literally it, yeah, Josh. I feel like you've distilled my music philosophy in a sentence. Nothing more local than being screamed <laughs> at in a, music, in a pop song.
0: When I said the binary's back, I meant it.
1: Yeah. Do you think there's like a British <laughs> word for local? Like, what do they, they say? <laughs> We'll work on that for next episode. If you're a British listener, please let us know what the equivalent is.
0: And then the last song, Juggle Pussy, Stamina.
1: Hot. Has to be. Has to be. She's hot herself. Yeah. I think she, because she's still like undiscovered, quote unquote. I mean, everyone knows who she is, but she's still like not mainstream. Adds a bit of hotness to it.
0: Highly underrated, yeah.
1: Yeah. Hot. Yeah, it's hot.
0: Funny to imagine like being her manager and like trying to promote someone with that name
1: (laughs) yeah i think that's probably a lot of the difficulty of it yeah
0: honestly she's brave for that i have nothing but respect for jungle
1: pussy she could always change it to jungle buzzy or like jungle p kind of like lady a (laughs) (laughs) oh god not lady a (laughs) oh
0: just another joke about music for the listener it's another music (laughs) joke Some musical comedy jokes Okay. Speaking
1: of comedy, what's your smash for the week? <laughs> <laughs> I can easily choose one, so I'll go first. Definitely, when I look at this list of songs, the one that really connected with me, aside from Ariana Grande, and I won't, I won't choose her because I don't think the song itself is as strong as the album as a whole. But the song that I'll choose is "No Nightmares," local certified song by hmm. One Direction, Never, and The Weeknd. I think right. if I'm if I'm if I'm being honest with the listener, this is what I've been listening to constantly for the past like few days. So,
0: I know that to be true. Yeah, that checks out. And for me, dear listener, it's happiness by Little Mix.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the truth comes out in the <laughs> outro. What can I say?
1: The, the sound of people unsubscribing to from yeah, yeah, local yeah. singles after you said Like that. a
0: soft tap or yeah. like an acrylic nail tap, depending on <laughs> their vibe. Yeah, this song, I, I listened to it on repeat, but I skip the first 30 seconds every time. I wasn't just saying that, that's something I do.
1: Right. You should make a remix Sowie. of a song that is like that.
0: Right. In my like iTunes days, I would definitely like set the start position you know what I mean yeah totally iTunes was great for that I had so much
1: more power over my music when I had like an iPod when I could download it and like choose yeah streaming sucks but we talk about this every week so I'll just yeah
0: okay listener I wish you well this week um I don't know what to tell you I hope everything works out tomorrow meaning Tuesday I don't know
1: I don't even know what that would mean but I hope at least right I don't even know I hope you do not go insane, at least. That's all I can hope for you.
0: Subscribe to the Patreon for us talking about other stupid shit.
1: Yeah. We've had some episodes on a deep dive into hyperpop, episodes about mm-hmm. Borat. So mm-hmm. we really get into more detail about things in our Patreon. <laughs> um, and I highly recommend it. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, thanks for listening. And happy belated Halloween. And see you next week. Or in a couple of weeks if you're not a patron.
0: Later. Bye.